0: I don't know what you come to do, but I come to praise the Lord. Amen. Because he's been so faithful. Amen. We greet you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Him who called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. Come on, give Jesus a hand clap of praise. Amen. To the angel of this house, my friend, my brother, Pastor Sean Young, amen. God bless you. Amen. Come on, come on, come on. Amen. Amen. To all the ministers and deacons and deaconess and officers of this great church. Amen. Second Liberty Baptist Church. Amen. God bless you. It's good to see you all. Amen. Amen. Truly we honor God tonight and we are thankful. that you uh, picked up the phone and God put you, in, put you put me in your spirit and allowed us to come and share with Amen. you on this night. Amen. We don't take it for granted that you, you could have called anybody, you could have got anybody. So we are pleased to be here. Amen. And we just want to come and honor the Lord. Amen? Because the Lord has been wonderful to us. It's good to see so many uh, folks that I know. Amen? Amen. Amen. Y'all make me nervous because I know y'all. Amen. <laughs> Amen. My well, God is good. Amen. 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 It's, it's good to see uh, my good friend, uh, my school and classmates all over the place. With Brother Mike up there in the sound booth. I just was tickled to see him. Amen. Just bless you, man. Bless you, bless you, bless you. Amen. God is so wonderful. Amen. Amen. I'm happy that uh, Pastor R.V. Sykes is in the house on tonight. Amen. 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 I looked at the program. He preaching Wednesday. I'm glad I'll be gone. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Don't had to come behind him. Oh, Lord. Jesus. God, God know what he's doing. See, God works some stuff out. God works some stuff out. He'll work it out, won't he? Amen. Amen. Bless you, Pastor. Amen. Amen. I'm glad my mother is here. I see her out there. God bless you. Amen. <laughs> Told the folks on the van, I said, if it's raining, she ain't coming. She ain't coming out here in the rain. Amen. 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 I thank God for Mel Sinai. Let's bless Mel Sinai. Praise team. Amen. Our musicians, God bless you. Amen. Our ushers that are on the door. Amen. The folks who came down with us, God bless you. We truly uh, appreciate you for coming. Uh, God is so wonderful to all of us. I want to thank, thank God for the introduction from my armor bearer, Brother Vaughn back there. Amen. Uh, For for those who don't know, uh, that's why everybody start laughing whenever we go somewhere. I just pick somebody, and and they don't ever know who it is. So they just they start laughing when they hear somebody's name and sweating like I'm glad it ain't me, glad it ain't me. Amen. But you did a marvelous job. God bless you, man. Amen. God is good. To my lovely wife, right there. Amen. (laughs) Vangie Smooty. Amen. Amen. I have to kind of watch it with her. Uh, The choir was singing and music playing. I stood up because when I get home, she said, you be grooving up there. You better calm down. (laughs) She said, you better calm down sometime up there. You be grooving. (laughs) Brother where I told her that if I grooved back in the 80s, you just didn't know. (laughs) So now I'm grooving for the Lord, right? (laughs) Amen. There you go. Amen. Amen. God, God, it's good. (laughs) Amen, amen, amen. God is good. There's a word from the Lord tonight. Amen. Not gonna hold you long. We got about a 45 minute trip, so I figured out the sermon about an hour. <laughs> we'll get you home for midnight. Amen. <laughs> somebody say, <laughs> all right, one well, of the deacons say, uh uh-uh. uh, don't let me have to stand up. Y'all know back in the old church, when the deacon stand up, boy, something about to jump off. Uh, when them niggas stand up, amen, amen. But we, we won't hold you long. One of the uh, customs that I have, uh, when we go out, I introduce somebody that's with us. So on tonight, I want you to, to meet a young man uh, who's uh, been a great part of the ministry at Mount Sinai Baptist Church, uh, always giving of himself and his time. This young man will get off from work and come to church and come to sing, do whatever he have to do in uniform. Amen. Uh, He was uh, previously with the Capitol Police, but he's got promoted. He's doing something else now. Uh, Just a wonderful individual that gives um, so much uh, to the ministry at Mount Sinai Baptist Church. And I want to introduce him tonight. That's Brother Draymond Miller. (laughs) Amen. Truly is a blessing. It's good to see everyone. Amen. Let us pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, truly we thank you. Thank you for your grace and mercy and your loving kindness towards us. Lord, you've been so faithful and you've been so good and so kind. So Lord, we come on this night, Lord, needing a word from you. So God, now as it's preaching time, Lord, we ask that you would uh, continue to just bless us with the presence of your Holy Spirit. God, that you would open our minds and our hearts to hear what thus says the Lord. God, we ask that you would just bless us now. God, as always, I thank you for this awesome privilege you have given me to stand behind this sacred desk. For, Lord, I don't take it lightly that you called me, and I thank you for calling me to this awesome task of carrying your word. So now, God, as always, use me for your glory. Let these, your people, see all of you and absolutely none of me. And for, Lord, I will always give you the praise, the honor, and the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We're going to the book of Daniel. We're going to the book of Daniel. Going to the book of Daniel. I want to give a, for you all looking, I want to give a quick shout out to Mother Sykes. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. God bless you. The book of Daniel. The book of Daniel. Chapter 3. Book of Daniel, chapter 3. Very familiar story, amen? Amen, amen. Amen. Since this is a familiar story, we're going to move to verse 15, verse 15, verse 15. If it's your custom to stand, we ask that you do so. If it's your custom to stand. I'll be reading from the Good News translation, beginning at verse 15. And the word of, God read, word, of, word of God reads this. Now then, as soon as you hear the sound of the trumpets, the oboes, the lairs, the zerfs, the harps, and all the other instruments, bow down and worship the statue. Yeah. If you do not, you will immediately be thrown into a blazing furnace. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think there is any God who can save you? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered, Your Majesty, we will not. Try to defend ourselves. If the God whom we serve is able to save us from the blazing furnace and from your power, then he will. But even if he doesn't, your majesty may be sure that we will not worship your God and we will not bow down to the gold statue that you have set up. Amen. I want to reason with you just for a little while, using as a controlling thought, the response to a threat. (coughs) The response to a threat. We all know this very familiar story about three Hebrew boys who were sentenced to death. King Nebuchadnezzar put up a gold statue and demanded that everyone bow down to it. He said, when you hear the music play, you must, you must bow down and worship the golden statue or be thrown into a furnace blazing with fire. In other words, the king made a threat. He made a threat on the lives of these three young boys. I'm sure most of us have been threatened at one time or another. There is always somebody who will try to push us into doing something we have no intentions of doing. Now, sometimes a threat is good. Uh, sometimes it's good for us when uh, your parents threaten you to keep you from doing something that will get you into trouble. I was threatened by my teacher in the eighth grade. During the first six-week grading period, I received an A. In the next six-week report, I received an F. Because I did nothing. Some of you in here know Miss May. Miss May called me to her desk, and she said, boy, I know your parents, but I will fail you quicker than you can count to one. That was a threat right there. I don't know, but for me, that's all it took. All it took was that threat of failing, and it was enough for me to act right. That was a good threat. That's what I consider a good threat, because it was for my own good. I responded to the threat. The text today has us dealing with a threat from the king who wanted to please himself at the expense of everybody else. His threat, his threat wanted them to go against what they knew was the right thing to do. These three Hebrew friends of Daniel knew that the Lord said that there shall be no other gods before him. They knew this. They knew that the Lord had commanded not to worship any other god except the Lord your God. The God who made heaven and earth. They had an answer for the threat. They said you can be sure that we will not bow down and worship your God. Some folks are saying their president number 45 is a bully who is full of threats. And being in the highest office in the land with an attitude of threatening folks is dangerous. We face threats all the time. Threats from bosses uh, who have their own desires. Threats from social groups who wants us to comply with what they think and how they feel. We face threats. We face threats from uh, 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 some family and friends when you don't do it their way. Threats. All right about it? Some folks even face threats in the church. I witnessed a woman tell a pastor, "You know I voted you in." As to say, I can vote you out." That was a threat. Threats are real. Whether it is perceived or direct, threats can cause problems. But more importantly, it can cause us to be out of the will of God. The text gives me one point today, and that it is to simply trust in the Lord. The three friends of Daniel told the king, if the God we serve is able to save us, from your furnace and from your power then he will but even if he doesn't we will not worship your God in other words our God is able but if he doesn't do it he's still able and we will trust him they said you can be sure ain't that something you can be sure that's one thing we will not worship yoga no matter what the outcome is they trusted the lord in the beauty of his holiness they responded to his threats when we as believers are threatened to do wrong we must always be on the side of doing right if the lord has directed your steps it should not matter what other think, what other people think or how they feel or what they want you to do our responsibility is to trust God through it all. Psalm 56 and 11 says, In him will I trust, I will not be afraid. What can a mere human being do to me? Hebrews 13 and 6 says, Let us be bold and say that the Lord is my helper. I will not fear what man can do unto me. These three verses say that we should trust in the Lord. And believe he will work everything out. And even if he doesn't. We should understand that God is still able to do it. Ain't God alright? The Bible said let this mind be in you. That is Christ Jesus our Lord. Trust God to work it out in your life. For he is the same God that woke you up this morning. He is the same God. That keeps you in your right mind. He is the same God that puts strength in your body. He is the same God that shows up day in and day out. See, we just got to trust in the Lord of all our heart and lean not to our own understanding. Don't allow anyone to back you into a corner. Uh, The response should always be, I will trust in the Lord. For he will fight my battle." Won't God do it? Now this, this, story, this story ends with the king keeping his word to throw them into the burning furnace. He even ordered that the, it be turned up seven times hotter than usual. So as the king's men put Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego into the fire, the Bible says uh, the, uh, uh, say the flames burned up the king's men. And when the king got up to look into the fire, he saw four men, and the fourth looked like an angel, and none of them appeared hurt at all. This tells us that when you respond to a threat in the name of Jesus, there might be some suffering, but you can always trust God. Somebody might be saying, well, Pastor, they didn't suffer because they weren't hurt, but I want to remind you the thought of being thrown into a fire will cause some mental suffering. The Bible said when they came out of the fire, their hair was not singed, nor their clothes burned. Not even the smell of smoke was on them. Ain't God all right? So a response to the threat in Jesus' name may cause us to suffer, but God will. God will work things out for your good. Won't he do it? peter tells us who will harm you if you are eager to do what is good but even if you should suffer for doing what is right how happy you are don't worry but have reverence for christ in your heart and honor the lord so don't worry about suffering because your response to a threat in a christ-like manner will produce a blessing because god will Take care of you. Sound like there's some people in here know that God will. Take care of you. Won't God do it? I know God will come through. Because the Bible said Esther faced a threat on her life. But she responded and said I'm going if I got to go by myself. Ain't God all right? Daniel faced a threat not to pray or be thrown in the den of some lions. And he responded by kneeling and praying in an open window. And the Bible said the angel came down and shut the lion's mouth. Ain't God all right? It's time for me to go now, Second Liberty. But I stopped by to tell somebody there's only one way to respond to a threat. And that is in the name of Jesus. We may suffer for a little while. But if you keep on trusting in the Lord, he will work it out for your good. Ain't God all right? I'm reminded that Jesus was threatened. As Pilate asked him, where do you come from? And Jesus refused to answer. So Pilate said, with authority, you won't answer me and I have the power to let you go or have you crucified. Jesus responded to that threat by saying, you have authority
1: over me because it has been given to you by God. In other words, you can't do no more to me than God will allow. So I'm going to trust in the Lord. For the Bible said he'll never leave me nor forsake me. When life throws us in a situation beyond your control, you got to remember since we have Jesus, we can control our response by trusting in the Lord. We can control our response by knowing that all things work for those who love God. We can control our response by knowing greater is he that is in me than in the world. Ain't God all right? Do you have a response that say I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength? Do you have a response that say I'm more than a conqueror through Jesus Christ who gives me strength? Ain't God all right tonight? Do you have a response that in the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, every tongue confess that he is the Lord? I don't know about you, but I got a response that said my God is able to supply all my needs. According to my riches in heaven, ain't God all right? I got a response. that say if I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I fear no evil. For thou art with me. The rod and the staff, they cover me. Ain't God all right? I got a response. that say I'm going to trust in the Lord. I'm going to lean not to my own understanding because I've got smart. I'm just like David. I know the twins going to follow me come on goodness come on mercy ain't God all right ain't God all right ain't God all right we need a response that said we trust in the Lord because Jesus had a response he said no man takes my life no man takes it from me but I lay it down of myself I have the power to lay it down and I have the power to take it up again this I received from my father and I want you to know on one friday on one friday he laid down his life he laid down his life all day saturday but early 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 sunday morning he got up with all power Therefore, because he died for me, I will trust in the Lord. I will trust in the Lord. Is there anybody here who has decided that you're going to trust in the Lord? Is there anybody here who has decided you're going to hold on to God's unchanging hand? Is there anybody here who has decided you can look to the hills with your help? Ain't God all right? ain't god all right ain't god all right i will trust in the lord for he is worthy he's worthy of all my praise he's worthy of all the glory he's worthy of all the honor i will i will trust in the lord ain't god all right he is my strong tower he is my wheel in the middle He is my bridge over troubled water. I will, I will, I will trust in the Lord. Won't God do it? Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Won't he do it? You got to have a response to a threat. And my response is, I will trust in the Lord. For he will work it out won't he do it won't he do it won't he do it i don't believe y'all believe it that god will work it out let me tell you a story he worked it out for me he worked it out for my mama he worked it out for my brother he worked it out for my wife ain't god all right i'ma trust in the lord with all my heart ain't god in the Lord. You got to have a response to a threat because we're living
0: in dangerous times. And you got to know where your anchor you got to know what your anchor is holding on to. I'm going to trust in the Lord. Because he's never failed me. He's never let me down. He's always been on time. He's an on time God. He will. Work it out. Just trust in the Lord. No matter what comes up. Just trust in the Lord. If these boys can be thrown in fire and trust God for the outcome, surely we can trust God for anything that comes up. Any outcome, anything that comes up, you can trust God to work it out. He will work it out. I'm going to trust in the Lord. I'm going to trust in the Lord. For he's never failed. Trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord. The Bible simply said, lean not to your own understanding. I told the church on Sunday, if you're around my age, you ought to know by now that it was God that brought you to where you are today. It shouldn't take no more convincing. If you've been in the church and serving the Lord and you're around my age and I'm 55. I don't know how much more convincing it ought to take. I don't know what God got to keep doing. But we ought to be at a point where we're trusting God for everything. And all you got to do is grab a mirror and look in it. Look back over your life. And see where God has brought you from. And see what God done brought you through. And You ought not have any doubt in your mind. That you're going to trust in the Lord. No matter what the situation is. And God will. Work it out. You know why? Because he gave his only begotten son. While we were yet in sin. And if a God can love us to give his only begotten son, how much more, how much more will he do for us if we just trust him with everything that we have, everything that we are? The old church used to say, you can't make me doubt him because I know too much about him. Simple as that. You can't make me doubt them. I'm going to trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord. You got a response to the threat because you got Jesus on your side. Amen. Amen? Amen. Amen. Let us stand to our feet. God bless you.